and hello and welcome to GameSpeak Podcast. New episodes go for free feed subscribers every Wednesday in audio format on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast platforms, as well as in video format on YouTube so you can see us in stunning HD, where we need you to hit subscribe and click that notification bell. We are streaming live every Monday at 7.50 p.m. CST on twitch.tv slash gamespeakpodcast, facebook.com slash group slash gamespeakpodcast, and youtube.com. If you want to catch the show as it happens before anyone else, be sure to go ahead and join our ever-growing community in the GameSpeak Podcast Discord at dsc.gg slash gamespeakpodcast to hang and talk games, battle and catch Pokemon, get show updates, find friends to play games with, and so much more. This show is three BFFs bringing you the hottest video game news of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Jamel Jafra, alongside Brit What's up? And Devin's sick. Yeah. It's you all know, right. it's just going around. It you is. Know, people it's the are bug. getting sick. They got the bug. The bug. I like how we call real. it the bug. Like, yeah. it gives bugs a bad a name, bug, dude. Yeah. Mm. It makes me think of Animorphs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just like a, this weird, or like the... Or Baldur's Gate. No, the the beetles from the mummy, dude. That, like go under your skin oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah. That shit used to scare me. The Pretty, scarab beetles. Yeah, that shit was freaky. You know, there's a lot of weird shit in the mummy that used to scare me. You know the part where he like sticks his hand in that hole and then like they, all it, the bugs. It like eats his hand off. Or oh whatever. no, that's the Indiana Jones. I'm mixing them up. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. I, all I know is that part really fucked with me, and like I didn't ever want to put my hand in a hole. That's a good thing. So that's many, a good thing to a live good by. Lesson, yeah. yeah, you don't put your hand in random holes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I was like overly afraid of like sticking my hand in a hole. Yeah, you know, like to the point. I just thought every hole was gonna just completely just pencil sharpener in my hand. Is that what happened to him? His hand got pencil sharpened? No, I mean like he pu- he sticks his hand in. And he's like. Aah! And he pulls it out, and it's just like bones, you know what I mean? What? I don't remember that. That happened in The Mummy? It might not have been the first Mummy. It was one of the Mummy movies. Is it like the Scorpion King or something? It's possible. It was one of the first like three Mummy movies, because those are the only ones I really watched. Honestly, the first Mummy is great. Yeah. Like w- Brendan Fraser, peak le- peak Brendan Fraser, like The Mummy. Also, um peak brendan fraser and george of the jungle okay that was a great movie yeah two very different feelings but two you know like just awesome movie now i gotta go i'm gonna have a brendan fraser like watch it watch watch a thon you know i'm gonna say something controversial right now i watched that new indiana jones movie and i actually really liked it a lot of people said it's good like I thought it was really good. Like I thought it w- might be one of the best Indiana Jones movies in the series. Like it's really I, good. I think they only gave it a bad review because Todd Howard's working on the new game. So right. <laughs> I think like Todd Howard's involved in everyone just pants. hating it. There's somebody out there that's just like got an army of bots just, yeah, ready, just to ready to like fuck with Todd like, Howard. He made an enemy at a press conference some like ten years ago or something. And just, it's because it's because they're associated with Xbox now the moment anything happens with xbox they're just like fuck them i hate them it's like dude you've been playing skyrim for the past 20 years don't say that you hate (laughs) fucking bethesda such a lie anyways it is weird the amount of hate they get compared to other you know companies companies yeah Yeah. i don't know i don't know what happened like xbox was the shit for a while but it's like i i think people just like it's like i don't hate playstation I just don't like that people hate Xbox and it bothers me. Like it's like I don't get it. Like just be like, okay, I don't like Xbox, but I'm glad you like Xbox. You know, it's like I'm the same way. I 
I don't play PlayStation, but I don't not like it. I just prefer the Xbox controller. You know, that's Bro, just... I want an Xbox so bad. I don't have any practical reason to buy one. There's no reason. A computer and stuff. But yeah. I was at the arcade the other day. First of all, I went to that Grand Central Station Entertainment or whatever. Have What's you ever... this? No. It's uh, Grand Station Entertainment. It's in Conroe. Or no, it's not in Conroe. I'm sorry. It's in um, College Station. And it's dope. They got like bowling and laser tag, and it's basically like, like a Dave and Buster's. It's like a Dave and Buster's or a main event. You know what I mean? Probably more like a main event than a Dave and Buster's. But they've got all kinds of shit, all kinds of cool VR like games and stuff. It's it's really worth checking out. But um, man, I forgot where I was going. You were talking about Xbox? And oh the- yeah, they had an Xbox Series X just hanging in one of those games where you like try to cut oh, the rope. Nice. And I was like, man, I really want to fucking win that shit. But I know that game is just, like, impossible to win. No, so there's a guy that goes around and wins those things on YouTube. The Cut and, the Rope game? Yeah, it like, certain ones. And every time he wins one, they kick him out. Like, really? it, it, Yeah, because, like, they're, like, they'll be like, oh, you're not allowed back in here. Like, because they're rigged. Most of them are rigged to not win. That he's figured out how to, like, get around the rigging. And so, like every time he wins one, like they they'll just straight up kick him out, like in, on video. Like they'll come up and they'll be like, "You need to leave," like because <laughs> they're afraid to like win it again. Yeah, they like, don't want him to have like or win the uh, the the Series X or like whatever's in there. I was about to say one of them had like a Switch and an Xbox, mm-hmm. so I guess if you knew the secret, you could. Yeah, they're like, just get the fuck out. I've seen people win, you know, like the the game where it's like the little key that goes through the hole and it pushes. That's the, the one I'm on. talking about. I thought that's that, the one you were talking. That game about. is hella rigged, first of all, but I will say that. But I have seen people win that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen people like, especially on cruise ships. I think they dial it up to that, win yeah. on cruise ships. That's they different. Get, create hype or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, like, I've seen the machines, you know, do the thing, and it like, woo, it wins, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's not very common. No, and a lot of the times you'll win the like easier prize or like the now the one prize. I'm talking about that had the Xbox was like it had the little scissors and it goes mm-hmm. and it tries to cut the string. It's you know. That's yeah. impossible. Well, the thing that pisses me off is I've seen that one actually hit the string and, and like not cut and it. not cut it. You know, it's like you have to cut it four times. Or yeah, some shit. <laughs> yeah. The string can't be so thick that I can't cut it with the thing. Like that's just cheating. You yeah, know definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I guess. Uh. What? Well, so that's something you've done. What? What? What else have you been up to? Uh, let's see. Yeah, we did that for, um, my girlfriend's, uh, niece's birthday party. So that was pretty cool. And then let's see, I've been just kind of playing Starfield. I, I, I honestly haven't been doing much, um, you know, just kind of chilling, um, trying to save money so yeah same here yeah we'll tell you let's just get into what we've been playing because that's where everything's been at so um unless you've watched something recently oh i did watch the first episode of one piece how do you feel about it i liked it a lot i i'm excited to watch the next episode i've just like i said i've been playing lots and yeah lots of it's, a, it's a very like um what's the word for it it's like a feel good it's a very feel good yeah, show it's very chill very positive but very also hype. it's like it's, I don't know. It's more uh, adult than I expected it to oh, be. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of gore. You know I mean? like, like, not gore, but like. I, I wasn't expecting people to be getting like their heads cut off. Yeah, and cut stuff, in half know? and yeah. stuff. <laughs> the, in the anime, 
it's not that gory. Really? But, yeah, it's like the live action's way more gory they than They probably the anime. feel like they have to turn it up a little to make mm-hmm. it more like, you know, to compensate for how wacky everything is yeah. in, in a live action form. Yeah, the the pirate lady at the very beginning like bashes in a dude's head like Yeah, it's pretty I was brutal. like, "What the fuck?" I will say this, it's interesting, and I was not very interested in the um cartoon like i watched the first episode of the cartoon and i watched the first episode of the live action the cartoon i mean the anime did not make me want to like come back to it no i'm the same way like i i watched all the way up to like the skypea and like a little bit after that which is like probably i don't know how many seasons that is i think that's like three seasons in or something of the anime and i still like i it never caught my like okay like i like the characters like i like uh zoro and i like uh sanji which you haven't met sanji yet like a couple of other characters but like as a whole i just can't get into the show for whatever reason it's too goofy but but like the the live action kind of gets more like i don't know it just feels more relatable want to be this might be one of the rare instances where i like the live action version more than the actual you know source material (laughs) yeah definitely it may like i talked about it last time it makes me sad because i know we'll never see a live action hunter hunter but i'm like it's like after watching that i'm like maybe they could make it happen like somehow like they could just do it it would be weird but you it'd be very weird and you'd have to be able to embrace that like craziness and really spend a lot of money on effects and stuff you know what i mean like I almost feel like they could do it in a way of where, like, how they did, uh, what was that movie, Chronicle? Like, you know, yeah. like... I think you should get the exact same director who did One Piece and have him yes. do it, you know? Well, they also had the creator of One Piece working the whole time with them. Yeah. So, like, you would have to get, you know, guy, yeah, yeah, Togashi imagine to be that, there. Imagine that first scene where he catches that giant fish at the beginning of the fucking show. That would be excellent, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, once you the watch the rest The whole first of... season would be really good in live-action form. Like, I, it would be like Squid Game or something. Like, fucking, Oh, yeah. You could honestly stretch the, the whole Hunter, Ar- Hunter the, Trials. Yeah into like just the first season you know what i mean like yeah that <coughs> every, every trial could be like an episode you could you could really stretch the fucking four how many seasons is there like six there's five five seasons yeah you could stretch those five seasons of like fucking anime episodes into like six or seven seasons of fucking well i mean you could action. also bring it down like because i think one piece did like two seasons in eight episodes you know like yeah so you could you could bring Their it episodes down. are also like, like an hour long. an hour long so that's like three anime episodes worth yeah. of time you know that's what i'm saying you could you could bring it all together and it could still work it totally it probably wouldn't hit as hard as the the anime but like it would bring people in you could all well, you could, well there's not a lot of fluff in hunter hunter for sure it's, no it's, it's straight it's to the all point good yeah it's like they, there's no there's no filler it's yeah. just straight up all killer no filler such a know. good show i know and like but that's what i meant like it makes me sad because i'm like i love the one piece live action but it just makes me want a live action hunter hunter somehow like i don't know how they would do yeah. it but it would be really fucking cool this is the kind of like love i wish they would have showed the live action death note that too that yeah it was terrible dude. or cowboy bebop like oh, yeah. they're just like you know like i think this one kind of sets the standard for like yeah this is how you do it and i think you're right i think having the um 
the writer of the original, mm-hmm. you know, source material on there it, the it, whole time. It really helps. Mm-hmm. You know, what he I mean? he picked he helped pick the characters, the cast. Yeah, yeah. So like he picked Luffy and all of them, and like the the character who plays Luffy, um, like even had like interviews where he was like, yeah, he's like I met him and I was like, why'd you pick me? And he's like, because y- you are who I draw. Like you, you know, like you know, and that was the cool part about it was like hearing the uh the actors talk about like meeting him and like him like telling them like why he chose each of them and stuff like that he does have the perfect like he doesn't seem real like he seems like an anime (laughs) character (laughs) yeah it's just really good he's really good yeah and i think i think nami was like a a perfect casting zoro literally i don't know how like because in in the show he doesn't look japanese in the anime but, like, now that I've seen him as the live-action, like, Japanese Zoro, and, like, the way he stands, the way, it, like, everything, he just looks like Zoro. Like, it, it's so weird how they got him to be almost exactly the same as an anime character yeah. with green hair. Like, it's Yeah, weird. I need to watch a little more. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, so great show. Let's get into the Starfield, what we've been playing, because that's uh, all yeah. I've been playing. Yeah, that's all I've been playing, too. Fucking uh, so much Starfield. Um, I'm, we're both in new game plus now. Yeah. Um, I went into new game plus with like the mindset of like, okay, whenever you go into new game plus, you lose everything, but your skills like that you've built up, like you can, uh, you're, you keep your level and you keep your skills. Yeah. Um, I guess the, uh, the analogy they give is like, you, you keep your spirit, but your, but your physical body goes away. Yeah. And you keep your like, you know. That's that's part of your skills. Yeah, hey, your powers. Yeah. You're you're like um you keep yeah, you keep all your powers and your skills, but you lose all your weapons, you lose your ships, you lo- but you gain some cool stuff. Yeah. Which we won't spoil, but um I guess we could. It doesn't fucking matter. Um it, you get like a cool ship and a cool suit. Like your suit is basically all you'll need like for the rest of the game. Yeah. Well, th- I don't know the problem with the suit is like it replaces your helmet too, and mm-hmm. there almost every combination of suit and helmet you find after that is like more effective armor wise. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't need the armor, dude. I'm fucking stealthing it. Like, um, this whole time I was telling Brent before the show, like, um, I decided I'm doing like an all melee playthrough, and so like I started with just like a shitty knife, and I was like running through because I was building up my skill or melee skills and you start and it's like you got to get 15 knife kills to to level it up or whatever by the fourth one you got to get 100 knife kills so like um it worked out perfectly because i got to that mission on the free star collective where like you have to go in and kill all like the military guys or whatever yeah it's just like a hundred dudes and i just like come in there and i've, I've got this varoon like fucking blade thing I'm just like running up, just fucking stabbing people and like flying up with my (laughs) my suit and like, um, you know, taking out turrets and then dropping fucking or like using my powers to like make people float up. And they're just like floating by. I'm just like (laughs) shanking them all. Bro, whenever you first go into the new game plus, I didn't have any weapons and I didn't realize that until I like did some shit. They got me ambushed by a starborn. So like I'm sitting here just getting fucked up. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I've got like this arsenal of fucking like powers. powers." So like I just created a like replica starborn to Mm -hmm. fight the starborn. I was like, that'll work, you <laughs> Yeah, and that. So that's what I. I ended up maxing out my my rejuvenation, which is like your healing, 
Yeah, I've only got that on the first level, but that's all I really need to save health packs, which is, you know. Oh, yeah. You need to max that shit out because, like, the moment you're, like, the fourth level part of the, or the fourth level of that I'm already, skill. like, invincible. Like, I honestly am thinking about cranking the difficulty up to, like, hard or very hard because I'm, I would like, do that. I'm, like, just wrecking everybody. Like, it's just. That's why I did the only knife thing is because I wanted some kind of challenge. So I'm, like, uh, fucking. I'm using my invisibility a lot, like with from the power and then just my knife and whatnot. And um but yeah, then I went and did the reusion um quest line, which is one I had I didn't do in my first playthrough because this one I'm kind of like okay with being evil or like a little bit more uh ambiguous on, you know, my morality. Because the first one I was just like goody two shoes. Yeah. Like the whole way through. This one I'm fucking, like, climbing the corporate ladder by, like, fucking framing people and, like, yeah. doing all this crazy shit. And I'm, like, going in there, like, even the, you know, evil uh, corporation was, like, we don't want any bodies on our hands. And I, like, go in and I'm immediately just murdering everybody. And then they came and I'm, like, well, you got the job done, but you killed 400 people. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm hella evil as well. Like, I did the Crimson Fleet shit. I'm, like, leader of the fucking fleet. I haven't shit. done that like, one yet. Is that one, does it get you anything good? Uh, well, I sided with the fleet, so I got a fuckload of money. Okay. I don't know what to do. I think you probably get something really cool if you side with the other guys, you know? Who are the other guys? Uh, you see Sysdef. They're like the pirate hunters and one of the fucking... Are you talking about like the UC, like the, uh, the main UC, like the Vanguard? Yeah. Because you can do a whole Vanguard yeah, questline. we fucking stole that shit. The fucking uh, Crimson Fleet owns the Vanguard now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, see, the, the cool thing about, like, the um, the reusion, once you finish it, like, uh, you gain, like, a new power. Basically, um, you can use your scanner and, like, look at... So they basically go in... It, it's like a cyberpunk. They put something in your head. And so, like, afterwards, it's like a neuro amp or something. And, like, you can pull out your scanner and uh, there's a button that says, like, social. And you press it. And then you can, like, basically hit activate. And that person becomes, like, your puppet for a second. And you can, like, tell it to go over. Tell, like, the person to go over. What? Like, I, yeah, you, you like, Oh, dude, that's sick. Activate. You know how many times I've been wanting to do that? Like, fucking. Yeah, that's. Fucking uh, Vasco just standing in my fucking way. I'm like, go over there. <laughs> well, you can not just tell them that, but you can tell them, like, if there's, like, a key card, you can tell them to go pick up the key card and go open the door or, like, um. Oh, that's sick. You can tell them to go and deactivate the alarm. All or, right, yeah, we're doing that. That's my next that's thing the, I'm doing. Dude. Right I was like, how is this not a thing? Like, I did my whole first playthrough without having this power at all. And then they just add it, like, randomly. Or, like, they didn't add it, but I just never touched that quest line. So it's cool to know that there's still new stuff that I'm finding. Like, yeah. even on New Game Plus that uh, I'd never fucked with. So I'm level, like, 44 now. Yeah, I think I'm level 40-something. Yeah. Or like, or 41 or something like that. Um, uh, fucking sweet game yeah it's I, so good i'm just going through doing all the shit like every little thing because some of the little things evolve like unfold into big things and you oh know, yeah a lot yeah um i got a job at the fucking like fish place where they make the the aurora drug oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's really dumb you like have to do this little fucking mini game and it gives you it's always like subpar performance and then they give you 400 credits like no matter what you do what if you do good do you get more than 400 i think so but i haven't ever done good i don't know how to do good 
that that oh that's the other cool thing with reusion after you win they give you an office like and, oh that's cool it, which i don't care about the office but they add a kiosk in the office that gives you reusion jobs that you can just keep doing forever where it's like go in like um uh basically just fuck up the uh the gun company over on uh Aquila or like go like you're basically just yeah. um taking over different corporations or like fucking up their shit like uh it's like go into Aquila or into the free whatever gun store and plant this evidence in one of their boxes or whatever oh, that's and cool. like they'll give you like four grand and like uh, so. that's how the crimson fleet is once you get done with the crimson fleet there's like a whole shitload of crimson like pirate fleet. stuff yeah that's so cool i love i love it dude. the crimson fleet is also like the best marketplace in the game like if you go to their little fucking ship like they have like a little collection of stores and stuff that you in like a ship seller person and all those guys have like tons of fucking credits for some reason. Oh like, yeah, you can. They all have like ten grand, and you can fucking trade with them. And they all like the resource lady has like every resource you can imagine. It's amazing. You just go in there and just like fucking um, like selling uh contraband. Dude, there's so many ways to make money in this game, and it's so easy to make money. That's that's one thing. Like I'm never short on money ever. Like yeah. Like sometimes, if you just feel like bribing somebody, it's like four grand, whatever. Fuck it, take it. Like, yeah, no, I really, I bribe everybody, especially <laughs> in New Game Plus, because like the quests give you like twenty grand every time you fucking do something. Yeah. Fucking, like, you get way more money than you do get get experience. Like, yeah, I need more XP, less money. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> like, there's so many skills I want to level up, but like, it takes so long to level up. Dude, it really does take a long time to level up. But I guess that's part of the new game plus shit. Like, I will say, if you go through and get all the artifacts again in new game plus, it gives you a shitload of experience. Like, I figured every time you get an artifact, you get like two hundred something experience, fucking. I figured that was the case. I, I haven't touched the main quest line since I got in a new game plus, but it's really easy to farm experience that way. Oh yeah, that's I'm not gonna skip it. I'm gonna do the whole thing just for all the experience. Honestly, I'm kind of curious about like you know whoever was saying like just go through the new game plus over and over again. Like I kind of want to just do the like just collect the artifacts like five times and like Let's go see what happens. Yeah, yeah, because I I want to know what they were talking about because they didn't explain. They were just like. Yeah, somebody told me to keep going through, uh, you know, the it, go to New Game Plus, like, over and over again, and something happens. I'm like, what? Like, what could happen? What could possibly happen? I, like, like, I want to know, but I don't want to, like, look it up on YouTube, you know? Like, Same. I'm just curious, you know? Yeah, and I'm hoping, like, I, I think there's only four, like, big faction quest lines, huh? There's, like, the Vanguard, there's the Reusion, <coughs> the Crimson Fleet. Uh, Free Star Collective, and that's about it, right? There's only four, or is there more like that we haven't found? Like the the news the news one is that like a whole faction quest? No, the news one you can go every time you do anything noteworthy, you can go back to the news and they'll give you like money to like tell, tell them, them about the story. It. Yeah. Hmm. So if you, like, go do a whole bunch of shit, like, before I fucking went through the Unity on my last game, I went up to the news station, and, like, I just told them, like, ten things and made, like, fucking 30 grand, like. <laughs> Damn. Well, like, hopefully, when the DLC drops, they add, like, three or four more factions, like, 
with just new shit that you get for doing the faction quest. Yeah. Like uh, some of the quest lines are pretty fucking boring, but some are really one? exciting. You know, some are really dope. Yeah, the, the ones that I've had, like, the Reusion one, I think, has been the most fun for me because it's more like a, like, you're basically, like, going in and trying to be stealthy and, like, plant evidence or, like, uh, you know, hack computers to get evidence. It, it's less about killing, like, you know, the Freestar Collective and all the other ones you end up, like, they always end up in a place where there's a bunch of people that need to be killed. This one, their their whole thing is like we we have to keep our public image clean. So like, like the main quests are all dope. I'm talking about like the little side quests. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, there's tons of little shitty fetch quests that feel insignificant and like are almost. I would just almost rather not be in the game. Yeah, like go get go give a coffee to like random. I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. Like, uh, there that that's the thing. Like now that I've had a lot of time with it, like I'd still. I still think a seven is way too low of a score. I mean, obviously, it's not a perfect game. I'd give it like a nine. Like, you know, I think there's a little bit missing. And what is missing is basically more. There needs to be more meaty like side quest stuff outside of the factions. I would say the difference between this game and Baldur's Gate, like in that respect, is just like Baldur's Gate feels like everything has a purpose. You know, yeah. like there's no procedurally generated shit. I think the procedurally generated shit, as per usual, kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah. Like I'm not a big fan of procedural generation. You know what I mean? Me either. It feels impersonal and like fucking like you didn't care. And I get it. You know, there's tons of fucking worlds. There's too many planets. You can't just fucking do them all. You know, but like. Though I wish they would have just limited it to like two or three solar systems and just fully fleshed out those two or three solar systems. I agree. You know what I mean? That would be really cool. Fucking. You could honestly have just done the all the solar systems with the fucking like you know important places like fucking yeah jimison or whatever and like all it's but made them bigger and like uh, the one thing though i did see uh somebody on reddit was doing like they have like two different saves going on and they have one where they were just like they it's like their chill game where they're playing as like a scientist like they they you know chose the scientist background and all that stuff yeah they just go and they survey places like for money or whatever and they found out that like and, you know, they got they went on to one place or one planet th- that they had to survey and they couldn't find this one like scavenger creature. Like they found all the other fauna and then there was like one that they couldn't find. And they realized that like, you know, on each planet, there's like a, a, a herder, a scavenger, a predator and whatnot. But like the scavengers, like if you go to where the predators have hunted and like killed a couple things, the scavengers will come out to start to eat the the dead things. Uh, like so, okay. it's got like little you know little details like that that make it really interesting. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know, so it's like um, I've noticed also that like when you're on a planet that's in close proximity to another planet, you can usually see that planet from the fucking like you know. Yeah, you can fly to it. Level which I no like when you're standing on like the surface of the other mm. planet, like you can look up in the sky and see, see the planet it. in the sky, which I th- I find pretty cool. You know. Yeah, you know if you go into photo mode, like any. Photo- photos you take will pop up in the loading screen like um 
what? Yeah, so like I'm about to be doing hella photos. I didn't know that. Yeah, all your all your photos you take become your loading screen images. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, this is pretty. There's little details like that that like you have to like just kind of pay attention to or like. No, it's a great game. Like I'll definitely be playing it for like a long time. You know. Me and too. I think when I get tired of it, I'll switch back to Baldur's Gate. But I'm not joking when I say like the two of those games will keep me entertained for the rest <laughs> for a of while. The year. Like. <laughs> One thing about, um, I, I will say that Fallout, not Fallout, but Bethesda is pretty bad about not making your decisions really make a difference. Um, like you could basically say whatever and it's always going to be the same outcome. That does kind of bother me a little bit. Like, well, in the fucking Crimson Fleet thing, it's a big difference. Is it? Yeah. Because like, well, I'll tell you, fucking you go undercover for UC sysdef or whatever and so like you're infiltrating the the crimson fleet and then like at the end of the fucking you know mission you have to like you basically steal this fucking gigantic sum of fucking money and like you can either choose to take it back to the crimson fleet and like fund their victory and like crimson fleet takes over the fucking segment of the galaxy or whatever or you can take it back to the UC Sysdef and they take over. They you get know? rid of all the... But, like, fleet. whatever you choose makes your fucking alliance. So, like, I've been just hop-skipping through these fucking bases to collect the fucking artifacts because the Crimson Fleet doesn't fuck... Them. Yeah, they don't they, fuck with you. They like me, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> You're part of the gang. Yeah, now. they're like, oh, good thing you're Crimson Fleet. I would have had to shoot you in the face. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that's... um. I guess there are things like that, but I mean, like, on a more minuscule level, like on Baldur's Gate, where, like, it's, like, oh, yeah. everything Everything feels say. weighty. Yeah. yeah like, like, yeah, uh, uh, this game is a more, um, it's a more uh, approachable RPG. Yeah. Like, Baldur's Gate is very, very in-depth, and, and I'm glad that Bethesda games aren't that in-depth. That's why I really well, couldn't Well, this game has, is in-depth in different ways. I mean, if you Mechanics, think, yeah. Like, fucking Baldur's Gate is in-depth in terms of, like, Dialogue. you know, the, the amount of, like, ways something can play out or how dynamic the fights are and stuff. But it's also got a way, way smaller map, you know what I mean? And a fucking way smaller, like, just game in general, like, in terms of, like, you know, just the scope of everything, you know? And, like, fucking, like, there's so many different systems in Starfield, like, the shipbuilding and the fucking, like, I mean, it's all very approachable, but there's a lot yeah. going on, you know? Like, the, the weapon customization, the spaceship, I mean, the, the suit yeah the suits the guns the, the, uh, the research to unlock outposts. all the outposts you know there's a lot going on there is and but it's still like i was saying it's very approachable like at least if you compared the two one's gonna be way easier to sink your teeth into the other one like is way more in depth like Baldur's gate is like i think maybe super if, if you're like a, a you know hardcore first person shooter player or something but if you're like just a fucking coming from like the aspect of somebody who's never played video games at all yeah like they're probably both gonna be equally fucking In intense you think i think so yeah i mean Baldur's gate has lots of like really good tutorials and stuff it teaches you how to play the game really well as long as you're willing to sit there and like read the the fucking tutorials the you know yeah. what i mean and then once you get it you know it all makes sense and same with starfield but the the difference is uh, starfield is a first person shooter with no vat system or anything 
if you don't have any like first person shooter experience, just the like mechanics alone of like a real time fucking gunfight with like from a first person perspective or even the third person perspective would be you well, know I'm not talking about on the level of like I've never played a video game before. I'm just talking about on the level of like n- like just random Joe Schmo who doesn't like really get to doesn't like to ha- you know they don't have a video game podcast they're not like constantly I guess talking my video point games. is there's not a fucking like time limit on anything with fucking Baldur's Gate so even though it does have a lot of complex systems you yeah. can sit there and think about it without any risk of oh like, for sure getting hurt or anything but you know what I mean that's the difference I feel like you really have to think when you play Baldur's Gate like in this game. Is there sometimes where it's like, okay, you got to think, but I really like if you wanted to, you could just run through this game and like completely just hit the A button on every dialogue choice and you'd probably still get a very similar <laughs> outcome. That's true. To but the, I think that's a lot of the fun of Baldur's Gate. Is that's like, what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's a- I'm saying like it's two very different feeling RPGs. Like one is a very in-depth like RPG and then one is like an RPG like or it's like a first person shooter with some RPG mechanics thrown on top of it. It's like if you were to take like um like Mario like plus Rabbids versus XCOM. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the difference I feel like you have here on like those le- like Mario plus Rabbids, you know, like um it's yeah, it's a strategy real time. More str- like fucking Skyrim versus XCOM. You know what I mean? Like I mean No, 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 those are two separate. I'm talking about cuz Mario Plus Rabbids is a strategy, a real-time strategy yeah. game just like XCOM, mm-hmm. but one's going to be way more approachable than the other one. Like I feel like one is like, "Hey, this is for everyone." I honestly think yeah. your dislike of fucking like fantasy games is kind of clouding your judgment on this one because like Baldur's Gate 3 despite being, you know, like a D&D thing mm-hmm. is very approachable like it you know like you you don't have to learn that much like yeah it's got some But you also played you also played D&D before this though like as someone who's never played D&D and like went into that it was like a lot to take on like it's mm. a lot to learn like you you had real life experience with D&D you know a lot of these like you know a lot of the lore of these like characters and things like the only, the closest thing I ever had. I don't know any of the lore. Like we were playing our D and D campaign took place on Mars and had nothing to do with anything D and D. Was it sci fi? It was sci fi. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, so but again, but I mean, like you still knew what like I do the, get the mechanics yeah. probably a little better. But I mean, you know, like I'm sure lots of people played fucking Disco Elysium and didn't fucking think, you know, oh, this is super fucking crazy complex. You is know, Disco what I mean? Elysium also D and mean, what? it's the same kind of like dice rolling fucking mm. mechanics for decision making and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, for Where sure. Where at the end of the day, like it's it's disco elysium with a fucking xcom style fucking like battle system mixed in you know what i mean like that's that's baldur's gate you know what i mean but in a fantasy world and way better than both of these yeah i would say i would say yeah baldur's gate is, uh, like the the fighting system is r- very reminiscent of like old uh like jrpgs or like um even uh fire emblem like yeah. in the way that you I mean, just kind of pick the area everything is different than like a normal rpg like your battles are going to take a long time to mm-hmm. do and it's stuff, like chess but it's not like you know hard to do you know you just have to like be like that's part of the fun you have to be you know willing I mean? to sit there and think it out yeah yeah but, but like again 
you know, you're only going to have so many battles throughout the whole game. You know what I mean? Like, you're not constantly just, like, fighting the entire time in Baldur's Gate. Like, there's, you know... No. You could be if you want to. You guess. could also sneak and stuff, but you... You also have to think about it because of like all the different things. Like you almost forget that you have all these things because there's so many wills that like you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to fight these people. But like you could have actually just like went, you know, in, or not visible, but could have just sneaked and like, or, you know, went around or whatever. And like, um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. All I'm, uh, all I'm saying, like, I, I honestly think Baldur's Gate is the more like, it's a real RPG. Like, and I, I think like, um, and I'm not saying that Starfield isn't a real RPG. It's just, it feels like, so like, it's almost like it, it, it's, and it's not surface level. It's super in depth, but they make it feel surface level. You know how like fallout, like whenever you play fallout, it's like, okay, I feel like I could show this to like, I don't know, my brother who doesn't play video games and he would kind of get the point. Cause he's played call of duty. He, you, you point and shoot, you yeah. run, you know, like if I tried to get AJ to play Baldur's gate three with me, like dude, it but does AJ like fantasy stuff. Like I think it, it's not even about that. It's just about the levels of things he would have to learn. Cause I'm convinced anybody could learn to play Baldur's gate three. Like, Oh, of course know, they could, saying? but I'm it, saying you're asking a lot more. You're asking somebody to put a lot more time in, no. I disagree because it's just a point and a click. Like, if you have a computer, it's literally just taking the mouse and clicking where you want your character to go and, like, fucking, well, yeah, you know. it's uh, the movement. I'm talking about, like, the, the mechanics of the game, the whole dialogue and, like, sitting there and, like, reading everything, listening to everything, and then having to every single thing is super heavy. I don't think it's as complex as you're trying to make it. Dude, grow. it was super heavy. I played, like. some things. You make some choices. It's like a normal RPG. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Respect. A normal like, RPG. You just talk to like it's just like Starfield. Like you talk and you. <laughs> Either I'm just dumb or something, but I put seven hours into that game and didn't get past the Hollow. Like that's how hard it was for me. Like I could not get past that point. Once I reached that dragon, like right outside of the 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 thing, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Like it's too much. And I can't win this fight. Like I don't know what to fucking do. I don't even do. know what dragon you're talking the, the, about. Because the game's so in depth, you probably didn't even encounter that same situation. You probably came up on some shit that was too high level for you, man. Sometimes you gotta just turn <laughs> around and go do something else. It's like Elden Ring, you know what I mean? Like, well, it was like telling me to go to this place. It was like right after the Hollow. It was like you need. It, it was basically showing me on the map, like this is where you need to go. And so I was trying to get there, and on the way there, I walk into a fucking dragon. Like the only path there. I walk into these people. They just killed somebody, and there's like a dragon chilling with them. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna try and just be like, hey, uh, and I like talked my way out of it. And then the dragon fucked me up for some reason. Like I don't even remember why, but I had talked them out of killing me, and then they end up killing me anyways. Like, and it just kept on. I kept having to re reload my saves and then all this stuff, and it was just. It was too much. It was too. It was too hard for me. Like I really couldn't get it, dude. <laughs> like I'm that dumb. Like maybe you just had like a shitty character. Probably. Maybe I mean, it was one of those characters. But that there's so get... many options that like I don't know what's good and what's not. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a fucking druid. Uh, like I think that's what I chose. I think I was a druid. Um, I, no, 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 no. I wanted to be a thief or something like that. Hey, I was a thief, half elf. 
like random just some some random shit like that and i got every single character to follow me in my party every single person i met that could become a party member they became my party members but they would all die immediately when we would get into fights like i was sucked at fighting in that game like because i'm just like okay i'm gonna send this guy over here he's gonna be doing some long range and then like 30 fucking like wolf things would just come up and just just murder us like i fucking suck at that game dude <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just need to like run a little bit of it with you, and then you know you'll get the hang of it. You know? I I think so because I can't play it by myself. I like after. I think once you get it, you'll be like, okay, this is super simple. Yeah. What was I thinking? You know. Yeah. What I mean, well, with the the, com- the complexity of it, like for me, like with how complex it was, on top of the fact I don't like fantasy, I was like, I'm just putting myself through fucking bullshit for something I'm not enjoying. So like um. That's why I was like, maybe if I had like a co-op campaign going with somebody, then it would be fun because I'm looking forward to like chilling and then like, you know, getting a story going together. But like on my own, dude, I'm just not enjoying it. But like, I know like it's a better game than Starfield. Like I know it is now. Like I wish Starfield was as deep, but like on a sci-fi level, but it's all I'm saying is it's not as deep. Like, Starfield's nowhere near as complex. I feel like Starfield's deep in different ways. Different ways. You know? Like, there's definitely more shit to do in Starfield than there is in, like, Baldur's Gate. But it's not as, like, important feeling. Yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it's not weighty. You know, it's like, you you can say some dumb shit to somebody, and they'll forget about it by your next sentence. Like, Like, you could be like... Yeah, that's because I'm fucking awesome and you're yeah. stupid. And then by the next sentence, you're In like, Baldur's Gate. I've had people just straight up kill me, like yeah, for saying shit. Yeah, like fucking <laughs> like. I had one thing where this guy, like the dude in your party, that's like a vampire. You wake up and he's like drinking your blood. And I was like playing with my friend, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna let him just keep drinking my blood and just see what happens. You know, like surely eventually he'll stop or something. And I was like, they gave me like five chances to stop him, and like fucking. I kept just letting him go, letting him go. And then finally, my character just died, dude. Yeah. Just straight up fucking died. I had to have my buddy, like, come over and, like, use a revive scroll on my character's body and shit to, like, bring him back to life and stuff. It was oh, hilarious, yeah. but it's like, you know, there's weight to, like, the conversations in Baldur's Gate, for sure. You have to really think about what you're saying, because... Yeah, and I wish it was like that. It, like, I, I find myself sometimes, like, wishing it was more of, like, a, a Bioware, like, um... <clears throat> level of dialogue like i feel like um uh wasn't it bioware who did uh new vegas like new vegas had that feel or not not bioware it was uh yeah it was it was bioware no that was obsidian obsidian yeah yeah obsidian you like in new vegas i feel like it had that level of like everything you say matters but like fallout 3 was more like this where it's like you can just say shit and it won't really affect anything like to an extent. Like obviously there's, there's like a, big moments. Yeah. You know, where it's but like, not yeah. every conversation where in like new Vegas, I feel like every conversation or like it, you could kill off somebody that like was very important to the story and you just miss out on that whole part of yeah. the story. And this one, it's not really happening. Yeah, like, that's a big thing in Baldur's Gate for sure. Like you can just kill important people. Like, just lose half of your game. I'm doing an evil playthrough right now in Baldur's Gate, and it's like you can be a character called the Dark Urge or whatever. He's just like if you go like to make a character on Baldur's Gate, right? You can either make a custom character or you can play as like an origin character, which is like one of the characters you meet throughout the game. Yeah. But if you look at the origin characters, 
one of them is called the Dark Urge, and like I, you never really meet him throughout the fucking game, and I was like, that's weird. And I was like, and uh, you read the bio, and it's like his evil bloodlust and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, this is perfect for my fucking evil playthrough, you know? Yeah. So I set up on fucking Dark Urge or whatever, and like every. <laughs> Every fucking, like, 30 minutes, it, he just has this, like, evil-ass monologue in his head. And, like, he's just <laughs> constantly, like, fucking doing evil shit and stuff. And fucking, like, you know the part at the beginning where the magician guy's, like, hand comes out of the fucking wall? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, you can do, like, the thing and pull him out? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> one of the options was, like, fantasize about ripping off the hand. <laughs> and so, like, I picked fantasize about ripping off the hand. And he's, like, he gets this, like, horrifying smile on his face. And, like, it just, like, zooms in on him. And it's, like, before you know it, you've actually done it. <laughs> and, like, everybody in your party's, like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and, like, just in your inventory, you have a fucking severed hand from the rest of the game. Like He's just dead. Yeah. Yeah. That, see, I like things like that, but it's also... It's also a lot. But, like, I feel like um, if you if there was, like, a happy medium that like Starfield would have pulled off. Like I, I really, really am kind of looking forward to um, uh, what's the one that's coming out from the guys who did Outer Worlds. Uh, not, not, it's the new one, the new like Skyrim looking one. Um, it starts with an A. It's like. Avowed? Avowed. Yeah. I'm hoping because that's, that's um Obsidian. So, like, I'm yeah. hoping they do that, like, now that they have the time to, like... Well, and they're doing Outer Worlds, too. That, too. Which also be pretty good, you Yeah, know? I just want it to be super in-depth. Like, I really wish, like, one thing, you know, like I said, I still... Starfield's a 9 out of 10 for me. One thing I do really wish that they would have put in there is the ability to not kill. Like, you can just, like, take people prisoner. I mean, I literally have a brig on my ship. Why do I have a brig if I can't put people in it? You know, like you should be able to go do a uh, bounty, you know, bounty quest where like it's dead or alive. Like yeah. I should be able to aim my gun at somebody and then like go into a persuasion mode and like, like a Red Dead Redemption <clears throat> 2 type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like for some reason in this game, you can just like pull out a gun and point it at anyone and no one gives a fuck like that. That is one weird thing. Like you can just be walking through the city and just aim it in somebody's face and they, they don't, don't they don't give a fuck. Well, I, I do think that like. I mean, you can tell they sacrificed a lot of Some like things, yeah. things just for the sheer magnitude Magnitism. of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm being a I'm being a, a beggy uh, or what is it a, a picky chooser like or whatever it's called like a picky beggar. What is the word? I don't know. I'm I'm the game's already perfect. Like there's so much shit, but like the longer I play, the more I'm like, man, it would be really fucking cool if this was in here or like yeah. um you know uh but you know you can't get everything you want like but hopefully it's, in the it's DLC. about exactly what i thought it would be the only thing that i'm a little disappointed is that i can't like really swim i think that's kind of a weird thing to not have in you mean the like game. go underwater yeah you can't go underwater yeah. there's no like diving under which is weird because like you'd think on like the planets like neon or something they would have some kind of like you know water shit underwater that you could go dive down and find you know what i mean yeah first time i got to neon i like saved the game and then jumped straight off the side (laughs) just to see what would happen and like there's just an elevator down there you can just hop in and it'll take you back up 
so like I skipped over like a whole quest on New Game Plus, like because uh, you know that at the very beginning when you go to Neon and that guy's getting arrested. Yeah. I like jumped down and went over to this other elevator and it took me straight into Neon, so like I never saw that quest, like just skipped right over it. That's hilarious. Mm. I like watched him get arrested and then immediately got arrested for something else myself, and then they like <laughs> put me in the cell like right next to him. I was like, okay, this works out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That um, <clears throat> and selling like uh, contraband is fun too. Like I like doing the. Oh, trade if you work for stuff. the Crimson Fleet, you can get like scanner blockers at their fucking ship. Oh damn! Depot that like you know keep your scans from going through. So like really, yeah, it's like every scanner blocker you put on has like a ten percent chance of like reducing the scan from seeing your cargo. So like you could put like you know hypothetically like ten of them on there or something and just be like unscannable. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, shielded cargo helps with that too. Oh what, yeah, yeah. What one other thing um I forgot to mention like a little detail if you go into the general goods store like on Aquila, <clears throat> you can buy ship parts from him. And like, like, you know, like for repairing your ship when you're in fights uh-huh. and then just put, you got to make sure you put them in your cargo though. Cause if you still have them on your person, you can't use them while you're fighting. Yeah. And they're super heavy. Yeah. But I will say this, uh, a good way to get ship parts is just fly around the ships that you've blown up. And yeah. Like, immediately like, and take all this have, shit. Like I've, I get a shitload of ship parts from just like getting, going through the like rubble of the blown up ships, you know? It's also cool that you can shoot meteors or like, uh, Oh yeah. And blow them up. <laughs> meteorites. Yeah. Yeah, and like get shit out of them. I, you can get a shit ton of oh, tungsten. I didn't know you could get stuff out. Yeah, of them. tungsten and like all that stuff. You can find them in there. You can find literally every element in those. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so just go to like a random meteorite. You know, I haven't really done any proper like exploring. There's still a lot of things I want to do in this game. Like, mm-hmm. I want to like just try to go to the furthest fucking galaxy I can go to and stuff. Like, I haven't even really like left the little bubble that the game starts you in. There's so many fucking galaxies I haven't gone to, you know what I mean? Yeah, there literally I I've gone to the same places this whole time. It's been like, you know, um just literally the same places. Another thing, if you need to sell contraband, uh you can go you can sell it at the din um on the wolf solar system yeah. like you can go there they don't do a scan crimson fleet uh the key is like a really good place to go if you're hooked up with them well yeah be hooked up with them first so it's i'm talking so about if you're not hooked, hooked yet get caught doing some criminal shit and go go to the fucking jail and like do that j- mission it's fucking totally worth it okay i, th- I think you have to be in that space to like and get caught doing a crime and then like fucking in neon or something yeah and fucking uh they'll they'll come pick you up did you do the gang mission thing on no i haven't done that that. yet i want to join a gang yeah for sure (laughs) i'm already like a crimson fleet guy so i was thinking you know might as well maybe my reputation will precede me you know what i mean me and vasco are just kind of roll on everybody he's just emotionless he's the perfect like companion if you just want to do some evil shit also, the adoring fan is a great companion if you want to do some evil shit. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's an adoring fan. He can. He <laughs> just looks the other way no matter what you do. Like I literally did no traits, and I'm still so like, and it doesn't give you the option to add them on I New Game Plus. I kind of wish you could change it on New Game Plus because I wanted to have like uh-huh. the mom and dad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, they really need to add that too. They should patch that to where like it once you hit the Unity, you can just change all your traits. Yeah. But. I'd like to add some mods too, but I I don't want to go through all the process of like no. going on Nexus mods and stuff. Well, uh, part of the news today, which 
let's just go ahead and get to the video yeah, game news. The news. There's not a whole lot, but no. Um, they uh, Todd Howard basically came out and said that they're going to add mod support, uh, in like early 2024. So very nice. So they'll have like the the actual like on console and PC. So it'll Good. be all across the board mod support. So that's cool. Um, I love that man. Anyways, what you got, Brent? Uh, this one's exciting for me. Uh, EA Sports UFC 5 is coming to Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5 on October 27th. Nice. Uh, it says, this year's entry to the MMA fighting series is the first developed on EA's Frostbite engine and features new Real Impact System, where each fighter's facial features display dynamic impact damage <laughs> as the fights progress. That's fucked up. I know. It looks dope, though. Uh, EA also says, and it's one of those things that's like, you know, there's only so many things you can do to make the fight more realistic than EA four, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like having cuts that could stop the fight potentially fucking is, cool. a, is a big thing that happens in real fights a lot. You know, just like get fights, your orbital bone broken yeah, and your eyeball like falls that. out. Shit. That'd be sick, bro. Yeah. That, just <laughs> finishing moves. It's like, like Kimbo's special thing. But. Dude. I, yeah. I, I've tried to find that video like, and I can't find it. I feel they took it off of like the internet. The video. I saw it like at some point, not too long ago. I feel like the last time I saw it was at your house in like 2007. Like <laughs> I've literally tried to find because I I thought it was like something I made up in my mind that Kimbo Slice punched a dude's eyeball out. But like that happened, right? That was a it thing. It didn't like come out. Like, it was like hanging, like. It was just like bulging out, like it was. It was definitely out of the socket. Yeah, he like, like fucking busted. It in. wasn't like hanging off the socket or anything. You know, it was just like. And he was, told it, and he he was like, "You want to keep going?" You know, I was like, "Dude, Kimbo Slice is a psychopath. <laughs> He's still trying to fight that dude." But yeah, I've, I've never been able to find that video again. It was one of his backyard like fights. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But, if you pre-order, you get Muhammad Ali and some other characters, and you get three days early access. That's the new thing, the early access. So Nice, yeah. Uh, good job, Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some good news for Starfield. Starfield has overtaken the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim's all-time concurrent players record on Steam in its first weekend available after Woo! full launch. So data from SteamDB shows Starfield sitting in 27th place in Steam's all-time list, while Skyrim is now in 31st. Wow. Starfield hit a peak of 330,723 concurrent players on September 10th, while Skyrim's record peaked 12 years ago at 287,411. Um, the, the, the crazy thing about this, though, is that the fact that this is Steam numbers, so like that's concurrent steam players so that means that's like no game pass involved there. yeah that's just straight up purchased game yeah. so like on starfield's top, doing really well for sure yeah you imagine can, you can only imagine how much this is bolstering game pass sales oh, you know yes, what i mean dude, like i paid for i don't even own the game i paid for early access to where i don't own the game yeah, you know i paid 31 dollars to rent a game basically basically me too yeah but it was worth it it was like, totally worth <laughs> it i got so much progress in those like five days or dude, whatever yeah we we had a and great episode last week. Whenever they do whatever DLC or whatever, fucking oh yeah, out. I don't even know what fucking I get other than that though. You do just we? get the first round of DLC, I think, um, oh. and then you get that little like extra artwork bullshit that was on the side. And I think there's supposed to be some skins in the game or something that I haven't seen. So yeah. 
Like, I think you can, like, put skins on your gun or something. But, like, I, I've never been able to put skins on any I of my weapons. I had one skin for the, <laughs> like, laser gun you find really early game. Maybe that was it. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to. I never even Googled it because I was just like, all right, I'm playing the game. I know I get DLC. That's all I care about. But anyways, yeah. So I honestly think, um, yeah, but also the, this is part of the big news. While it's perhaps surprising to some that Starfield hasn't achieved a higher spot on the list, having top 6 million players overall with 1 million concurrent players on launch day, uh, its inclusion on Xbox Game Pass has largely convoluted its numbers. So it's like they hit 6 million uh, players overall, but like Game Pass doesn't show, you know, like the amount of people that purchased and all that stuff. So it's like all we have is Steam numbers right now. Mm. So, um, but I imagine well, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. I imagine Xbox is happy over there. Like they should be. They got their. They finally got a good. <laughs> they got a good one. <laughs> yeah. Now we just gotta hope that they keep, you know, putting out good ones. Obviously, this is their big, big one. But like, hopefully, Avowed's worth it. Outer Worlds Two is worth it. Yeah, I think I mean, uh, those probably aren't coming for a while. Those are supposed to come early 2024. Yeah, but I mean, like, we haven't seen enough about it unless they do some or no about is sorry not not outer worlds 2 outer worlds 2 is a ways off but avowed is supposed to be early 2024 they showed gameplay and everything you don't remember the last trailer yeah because people got upset that it wasn't like skyrim level like bigness but they were like no it's like outer worlds but but fantasy like basically they're they're trying to do like their version of skyrim and outer uh, i'm just gonna be surprised if we see it that early that's all i just feel like we haven't seen enough about it for it to really come out you know what i mean i don't know i think we'll see i think i think we're gonna see stalker 2 first and then we're gonna see stalker is coming what what else is coming this year from xbox can we look this up we got yeah i mean fucking I I feel like there's definitely at least one or two more bangers that I'm not thinking of. Oh, the Persona games are coming to Xbox. Persona 3 Reloaded, that's going to be a fucking... But that's not a uh, exclusive. But it's but it's, it's coming to Game Pass. Coming to Game Pass day one. That's a fucking big deal. Then like, we got Forza Motorsport, which is like next month. Nobody, came at it. nobody cares. Or whenever we no, say I'm nobody, it's like us. We don't care. <laughs> but I'm sure there's a lot of like car people that uh, care. Yeah. Um, I'm still rather play Horizon, you know, no matter how good motorsport looks, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, everything's coming 2024 or early 2024. Avowed, uh, Hellblade two. So there's nothing else coming this. Besides, uh, Stalker two was supposed to come out at the end of this year. It, that was like the game that they had slated for the end of the year, but then fucking the war happened, right. so it got pushed back. Um, maybe, uh. I'm sure there's something else besides motorsport, but I honestly think, knowing Xbox, I think motorsport is what we've got, basically. I'm not even talking about, like, first, like... Oh, you're just talking about cool shit coming to Game Pass. Yeah, like, day one Game Pass. Well, we got Liza P next week, so that's a big deal. Like, it's supposed to be really good. It's got rave reviews right now. Yeah. Um, Then we got fucking, you know, Stalker 2, Forza Motorsport... I mean, not Stalker G, that's not coming. Um, fucking, there's something else. Persona. Um, let's see, Game Pass games. 
Persona might be early next year, too. I'm not 100% sure. But I'm really hyped about Persona. A lot of people are hyped about Sea of, sea of Stars that just came out oh, on Game Pass. that's already out. Yeah, but it's on Game Pass. Like, it came day one to yeah. Game Pass. And apparently, that's a big win for our Game Pass. Like, everybody says it's, like, amazing. Well, but it's I, on PlayStation Plus also. Is it? Yeah. I thought, no, it's only Game Pass. No, it's on, for sure, on PlayStation Plus. Like, I have it downloaded on my PlayStation from the PlayStation Plus thing. Like, really? Yeah. <clears throat> they were making it like it was a big deal it was on Game Pass. I mean, I uh, don't know. I, it does look dope, though. Like, I have been really excited to play it. I've oh. just been so consumed in my other shit, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Uh, Payday 3. Oh, yeah, Payday 3. Uh, The That's Lamplighters. That's one of games. Oh, Lamplight. Okay, okay. That one actually looks kind of tight, that, like, survival game. It's with, like, like an XCOM-type yeah. game. Yeah, that one's coming out this month. Um. So then we got Persona 5 Tactica. Oh, yes. I'm fucking hyped about that one. Okay. So, yeah, there's some shit. I'm not going to have to cancel my fucking subscript anytime soon. City Skylines 2 is supposed to come out before the end of the year on Game Pass. Mm, I'll wait for the VR version of that one. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of games like that, so it's not really a big deal to me, but... Yeah, those are the big ones that are supposed to be coming. I think Persona 5 Tactics is going to be really cool. I I definitely... I mean, I'm not a huge tactics guy, but I'll play it just because it's Persona. I love but, me some tactics games, and I love Persona 5, so <laughs> I think, you know, you throw them both together, you gotta... And you know, I like Persona 5 so much, I put up with the fucking Dynasty Warriors formula for that one game that they had, the fucking... And it was fun to me. So I can only imagine yeah. you put it on an XCOM template, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and early 2024 is going to be good for Xbox as well, if everything comes out. You know, we got Avowed, Persona 3 Reloaded, yeah. Stalker 2. If we even get like 70% of that shit, I'll be happy, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, PlayStation's got some hot shit coming soon too, huh? Well, we got like uh, Spider-Man or something? Hang on. Yeah, see. a Spider-Man 2 is coming to, to PlayStation. Is that PlayStation's only big game for the rest of the year? That's the only one we know about. Like, I'm sure the Tokyo Game Show is about to happen in, like, a week or two. Or I think it's, like, a week from now. It'd be kind of late to announce a new game for this year, though, right? Like, May, uh, Yeah, but they might do some, like, indie or, like, third-party shit, like Stray, you know? Yeah, there's some great third-party shit that's coming out soon. I think Alan Wake, is that coming out before the end of the year? I know uh, the new Assassin's Creed game's coming out before the end of the year. Yep. Okay, so we got Alan Wake coming out before the end of the year. Assassin's Creed, that's going to be on both platforms. Yeah, both of those are on both, both platforms. Both platforms, yeah. Marvel, so Spider-Man's going to be the big game for sure. Uh, yeah. For that, that's the thing, though. PlayStation has Mortal the Kombat's ability... Mortal coming out this year, too. To, uh, to, uh, PlayStation has the ability to sit shit out and only have one game because they've built, garnered so much like goodwill. You know, and, and they ha they've they had some good stuff this year, earlier on in the year as well. So it's like, you know, this um, is... Liza P is coming to PlayStation 2, so if that ends up being good, then there's a... It's a, yeah, it's but it's not coming to no, the PlayStation not to the, Plus. not to the Plus. Yeah, that was like their big get was like, oh, it's coming to Game Pass day one, you know. So. That, that Avatar game is supposed to come out this year too, but, you know, who knows if that's going to end up being good. It looks like Far Cry. I'm interested, you know what I mean? It doesn't look bad. No, but it, it looks like it, it'll take Far Cry's place. Like, it's just like, I haven't, you know, we don't have a Far Cry. This is what it's going to be now. I don't think we're ever going to stop getting Far Cries. No, but they used to put them out like annually, and we are not getting one this year. 
That's but, good. I think they need to step back and fucking like take their time with the next one. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, but they're putting all their fucking time into twenty Assassin's Creed games right now. Yeah, but look what they did with Assassin's Creed. I think Far Cry has reached the point where we were at with Assassin's Creed, like fucking Unity had too much or whatever. Shit going you know, on. like we had like seven Assassin's Creeds, and then we we're like, all right, fucking, this is just we got to step back and just redo the whole thing. And then they came out with Origins, and it like revamped the whole, you know, Assassin's Creed formula. I think we need Far Cry's version of like Origins. You know what I mean? Like, take a step back and just redo Far Cry from like a fundamental perspective. You know what I mean? Like, that would be really tight if they if they made it not open world but super like like uh like Hitman linear like oh, like where it's yeah. just a puzzle box like just a big like island of like shit that you can. That would do. be really cool. Make it a big yeah 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 fucking physics based shit all over yeah. the place. You like how that? the first one like it was it was not open world but it had like vehicles traps and like with trees and yeah stuff. throwing yeah. rocks to like get their attention. It was very it was very uh Metal Gear Solid like the first one was but like first person. <laughs> yeah. And it was in the Cry Engine right. That's why I had like such beautiful <laughs> yeah. fucking graphics. Well, that was the whole point. They were trying to show off their fucking new graphic engine. It was or whatever. So pretty. Dude. Same with Crisis. Fucking that was you oh, know, yeah. Far Cry Crisis. You know, I mean? good times, dude. That that first game was really cool. But yeah, that, I wish they'd go back to that and just like, but with all the technology we have now and like the the you know memory capacity that we can do, like just make something so fucking in depth, like just a big Hitman Island. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. But anyways, uh did you go? Um I don't know. I've only got one more though. Okay. I'll go then just so you <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Gearbox, the US game company behind the Borderlands series is reportedly up for sale. The Reuters uh reports Gearbox parent company Embracer is weighing up its options, one of which is a sell. Apparently, Embracer has received interest from a number of third parties. Neither Embracer nor Gearbox have issued Xbox comment. Is like, Hello? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier this year, Embracer announced it would start to close studios and cancel games as a $2 billion deal reportedly with Saudi government-funded company Savvy Gr- Games Group fell through at the last moment. So, um, so basically, they have to sell all their shit. Um, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I think PlayStation would buy Gearbox. Like, I could see PlayStation owning Borderlands. Like, it's just, it's kind of like a... It would make sense. Yeah, they need a shooter. Yeah. Like... If you had Borderlands and Destiny, you'd be great on the shooter department. Because then you'd have your, like, multiplayer fucking shit, and you'd have your fucking, like, you know... You, it wouldn't have to be Borderlands, you know? Yeah, they could, mean, do, like, something you could do something different. But I was about to know? say, I guess they do already have the, the looter shooter. But then again, Destiny's multi-plat, even I'm... though they own it. So, like, they could make an exclusive, like... Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah. like destiny or you could collaborate and have the destiny team and the borderlands team work together to make like a mega fucking game you know what i mean in the borderlands universe yeah like just make a destiny universe you know either one you know what i mean well they've already got destiny borderland would be more interesting to like expand upon like in a deep way you know what i mean yeah that's what i'm saying like just take take destiny or take uh borderlands and give it the destiny formula just make it a big online like 
game. Gearbox also has just a fucking actual graveyard of IPs that they could like resurrect if they wanted to. You know what I mean? Like, what does Gearbox have? They got like Battleborn and fucking. Uh, Didn't they do uh, Brothers in Arms? Was that I Gear? Think, I think Gearbox. So. I'd have to look it up. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they've got a bunch of random old IPs. You know, like Gearbox did a lot of shit before they like hit their stride with fucking. It's crazy that Borderlands, Borderlands. is the thing that got them <laughs> like their stuff because they did do a lot of other stuff. They put Borderlands out at the right time, man. You know, the the gaming ecosystem needed a great co-op game, you know, and it really hit that itch. And then people, oh, you know, they did Aliens, Colonial Marines. Ooh, yeah, but they did do Brothers in Arms. They were the Brothers in Arms guys. They actually came up. For do, being like modders for Half Life, I think um, the original they did opposing forces or whatever. That's really cool. And then, um, oh, and they did Battleborn. Damn. No, that's what I'm saying. You They're could, very you hit or miss. Resur- you could fucking use the Battleborn IP, dude. You no, you could I mean? not. They, dude, that was one of the biggest pan games of all time. Like that game, literally, was the one of the first ones that came out and just died like immediately. The problem is, it came out at the same time as like every other Overwatch clone. You know, yeah, every saying? hero like, shooter. But that was the first one to die. Like that came out and people were just like, "What the fuck." And, like, it just left a bad taste in people's mouth that I think if you even brought it back, people would just start dogging on it. Like, you couldn't call it Battleborn. It's not a bad game, though, honestly. Like, if you were to, like, change everything about it but keep, like, the skeleton of it, you know what I mean? Like, there's a good shooter in there, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, so, weird thing. Um, You can make it free to play. Yeah, I don't know why it shows that they worked on... Uh, I guess some of the people from Gearbox worked on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 for some reason. It's huh. such a random thing. But, um, y- yeah, anyways, uh, I, they should have got famous with Samba de Amigo, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, and Halo, they helped with Halo. Hey, I thought they had more noteworthy shit. Yeah, I mean, they got they don't, they don't have, like, any great IPs that there are theirs. But besides Borderlands, I think Borderlands is like their first thing that was like, this is our game. Like, yeah. I think they worked what on a bunch Brothers of stuff. Brothers in Arms? Is that theirs or is that like. Brothers in Arms is Ubisoft's. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, Ubisoft needs to bring that shit back. Love that game. But, anyways, um, yeah. So, Gearbox might be sold. Let's see who gets them. Damn. Yeah. Let's see who gets them. See who gets them. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Uh, developer Larian has confirmed that Baldur's Gate 3 will be getting crossplay, though the timeline on when exactly it will release is a little fuzzy. Uh, Larian's director of publishing, Michael Douse, told Eurogamer that the game was always intended to have crossplay. Douse said, It was always in the plan, but we knew it wouldn't be for launch. It's in the roadmap, and though we have an idea of when we'd like to get it ready for, we don't want to put a date on it till we're sure. Basically, the feature is coming. It can just be tricky, tricky to implement, especially since the team hasn't yet launched the final version of the game. Wait, what? Uh, the game is definitely launched. It, it might be an older uh, article. Okay. Still, like the well, they know about the Xbox version coming. Still, like but, the Xbox yeah. port, it's only a matter of time. Uh, the PS5 and PC versions are out now, with the Xbox Series X and X versions coming later this year. Uh, for now, you can only play online multiplayer with folks on the same platform. 
Both versions support split-screen local co-op and cross-saves, so the Xbox Series X port should also ship with those features. Uh, the Series S version is removing co-op to make sure it can release on the platform, but it might still get past a or might still get it in a post-launch update. Uh, in other Baldur's Gate 3 news, it turns out that the game's companions were so horny because of a bug, and the latest hotfix has repaired some of Minthara's dialogue. Hotfix. So, hot fix. Nope, so some hotfixes making a game less hot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fix the hotness. We gotta <laughs> stop it. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, Baldur's Gate, uh, basically there's like some more added to uh basically it kind of shows why uh the series s was having some trouble even the ps5 on the split screen has supposedly been having a little bit of trouble um because apparently they're saying that it's all based on the um the cpu and not the gpu so like all, all the stuff that's happening with the um the split or the not the yeah the split screen so like they it's it aims for 30 frames but it says that like it normal it's actually averaging around 27 it's like dropping down below and stuff like that so it's kind of like the series s never had a chance like if the ps5 and, and obviously the series x is probably gonna have the same trouble yeah the series s would have never been able to do it there are just parts of the game that the ps5 struggles with like in general like it's not even just the split screen part you're, you're like, playing it on ps5 no but i i watch like oh, okay. tech reviews and stuff all the time yeah fucking apparently like in some of the city areas like if you have it on performance mode it'll dip into like the like 20s and stuff yeah. you know what i mean but the game's just got so much going on yeah. like it, it's just it, especially if you're playing split screen i can't imagine like oh yeah you know all of that like it, it's kind of it's reproducing producing the world twice you know yeah like on the same fucking thing but uh anyways microsoft has announced an xbox digital broadcast for tokyo game show the broadcast is set for september 21st at 2 a.m pt um and will share progress on games from xbox and bethesda showcase games from creators mainly from japan and asia and make announcements of new games coming to game pass so that's cool so september 21st we're going to get some new Game Pass announcements, hopefully something interesting to add to the Persona and all that stuff. So I didn't I forgot about this. So there actually is going to be more games coming this year, but who knows what they are. Um, and I, for some reason, Xbox, I think um, X or Microsoft is getting like a they are getting like an uh, Asian uh, office or something like that. They're getting like some people from like the Asian I guess like area to to work with them because they need more like uh, I guess like of a footing in the Asian culture I guess like because J Sony's like always killed it in Japan and you know Asia because they're from there you know and they, they got all the JRPGs all the good shit apparently Xbox is trying to get some of that so we'll see what's going on there. Didn't they say the new Xboxes were selling better in Japan than the? Yeah, marginally better. But uh, you know, like it's like it's better to them is like they sold three. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> better than zero. Um, so they're trying to get a better footing in that that demographic. Mm. So that's cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, this one is pretty 
obvious, I would think, but the Entertainment Software Association has said E3 2024 definitely will not take place at the show's traditional home at the Los Angeles Convention Center, casting doubt on the future of the event. While the ESA insists a 2024 E3 event may still take place, GI.biz reported the trade body is working on a, quote, complete reinvention of E3 for 2025. Uh, events company uh, ReadPop, which operates PAX in the U.S. and EGX in the U.K., partnered with the ESA on E3 2023, but the show never materialized. ReadPop has uh, now walked away from the ESA and what was described as a, quote, mutual decision. So it seems like there's nothing happening with E3. I think they're going to try and bring E3 back as, like, this different kind of thing. Probably no, like, they're not going to be, like, the announcement thing anymore. It's probably just going to be, like, a place you go. It'll be, like, PAX or something. Like, people just go and play games or something. It's a little depressing, man. It is. It's sad. No, but I heard on um, Sacred Symbols, a podcast I listened to, apparently no clip. Have you ever watched, like, the no clip YouTube channel where they do, like, uh, crazy like behind the scenes like the making of like older video games and stuff like that not really they, no it's awesome they do a lot of cool like documentaries and stuff but um uh they are apparently going back and getting all the old e3s and uploading them in hd like oh, sweet. so like from all over the years like if you want like a nostalgia fest apparently that's coming so that's really great yeah on no clip that's the youtube channel but um anyways uh here we go this this is some of the bigger uh, news for the show, I would think. Um, but Nintendo reportedly revealed Switch 2 behind closed doors at Gamescom 2023 last mm. month, showing off the power of its upcoming next-gen console. I don't believe this, but according to Eurogamer, the Switch 2 was showrunning a, quote, souped-up, end quote, version of Switch launch title Zelda Breath of the Wild, although there's apparently no suggestion the game will be re-released. Meanwhile, VGC reported Nintendo showed off Epic's The Matrix. It's Awa- definitely gonna be re-released. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, the Matrix Awakens Unreal Engine Five tech demo running on Nintendo's new hardware with the specs Nintendo is targeting for its future console. Okay, the site said this demo ran using uh, Nvidia's AI-powered DLSS upscaling technology alongside ray tracing with visuals comparable to PlayStation Five and xbox series consoles this sounds fucking fake as hell it sounds fake as hell but if Eurogamer is reporting it it gives it a layer of credibility and i'll tell you this if it did have dlss that would be the The biggest the biggest news out of all of this because it would mean that they're the only modern console not using amd's rdna fucking and nintendo's known for using you know like uh amd like it just Do doesn't i thought they usually use like proprietary like nintendo tech no th- they would get like old chips like old amd chips and then just modify them like really? to their standard yeah like well if they have some sort of proprietary like if they have like a deal with nvidia you know what i mean they could be fucking making a killing you know what i mean like oh yeah it's just um I just don't know if I believe it. Like it doesn't seem first of all, it doesn't seem like practical to upscale for like a handheld. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 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 the dock is using some sort of upscaling technology 
and it's make getting whatever handheld like it's it's taking the 720 from the handheld and just upscaling it to like your TV at 4K or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which would be dope, you know, if would that's be. the case. Or they were like, "Yo, Xbox has to give us Call of Duty for the next 10 years. We got to make sure we can handle it." Yeah, like maybe that's <laughs> what it was. Maybe they were like, "This is how we'll be able to play Call well, of Duty." Also, they probably realized that like. This console has to have the same longevity that the fucking Switch did because the Switch has done so good for so long that they need a console that can, like, outlast fucking, you know, do as as good for as long as the Switch did. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When the Switch came out, it was an incredibly impressive piece of hardware. You know, it was just like nearly the only fucking one like 10 it. years yeah. ago at this point. You know what I mean? It's only been seven. It just feels like Yeah, it, it feels you know like I mean? 10, but like it's, it's a actually been out. time for the lifespan of a console. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, because, because the Wii U came out. That was initially going to be their console for the Xbox One and PS4 generation. Yeah. Then three years after the Wii U came out, they were like, all right, we got to fucking yeah. end this. Like they, th- that's like the first time I've ever seen a console cycle cut short. They were just like, "Fuck it, here's the switch." Yeah, you know. So like, it's interesting that it's kind of a good move on their part because this makes them not have to like it staggers them against the fucking PS5 and the Xbox. You know, it lets them have their own little fight, yeah. and then you can swoop in and take the secondary like market. You oh know? yeah, but, which is what they've always done. Yeah, but if this if this is Series S level, even like that'll be insane. Like, to have a handheld that's Series S level, like, quality for Nintendo, mm-hmm. that, it's just unbelievable to me. But I'm thinking you're probably going to get more of a Steam Deck type device, you know, which isn't... Un- it's but not how a- would they make that affordable? You know Nintendo likes to be the affordable guys, you know, like, yeah. how is that even possible? Like, they, they sell their Switch for 300 bucks. Like, you can get a Lite for, like, 250 There's no way they're trying to aim higher, you know, like, I just... Just knowing Nintendo, I'm thinking it'll probably be about 300 bucks, you know, which is about a hundred dollars cheaper than the Switch. I mean, than the uh, the Steam, Steam Deck, Deck, you know, and they'll probably sell at a loss for the first few years, you know. But the thing is, y- you're always going to have these premium priced Nintendo games that you have to buy. That's true. By the time you buy two fucking games, the loss has turned into a forty dollar profit. You know what I'm saying? Like by the time, if not you're... more. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I mean, like. The thing is, is like you know, Nintendo games when they go on sale, they they're on sale for fifty bucks. And you then know, don't like, even get me started on the fucking peripherals and shit. It'll probably have that you have to buy, you know, controllers and fucking extra bullshit. You know, that's the thing. And if they're smart about this, they'll just call it the the Switch Two, or they'll yeah. call it Super Switch, like just so people who don't play games will know that oh, this is the next Switch, like yeah. you know, because. Most people don't know. Like, it, you'd be surprised. Like, you know, grandmas and stuff going to buy consoles for their kids. Like, you know, like, oh, they got the Switch. And then, you know, like for Christmas, they go into GameStop or Walmart and they're like, well, what do I get them? And they're like, well, they got the Switch. Well, there's the Switch 2. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, like, if I they don't... call it something crazy, like the Nexus or like some random thing, like, they're going to fuck themselves. I don't think they will. Yeah, it's got to be blatant. It's got to be like, this is the Switch successor. Well, I mean, you know, it's like how when they put out the 3DS or the fucking Wii U, you know, I think it'll be something like that. Yeah. You know, or like the Super Nintendo. I think it'll be like Super the, Nintendo Switch. The next fucking the Switch. <laughs> like, they got the SNES. We need the SNES. The SNS. You know, Super Nintendo Switch. That would be tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but anyways uh so yeah interesting on that uh good news for uh the long-awaited you know hit game that's going to be coming out skull and bones uh it's suffering yet another breach in the hole as ubisoft's long delayed pirate game has lost another creative director According to a report from Kotaku, creative director Elizabeth Pellin left Ubisoft Singapore to return to Ubisoft's Paris headquarters earlier this summer. Pellin had been working on Skull and Bones since 2018. This marks the third time Skull and Bones has lost a creative director. Kotaku's report also says Ubisoft Singapore is facing an organized labor campaign from Singapore's creative media and publishing union. Uh, Five years ago, uh, basically she's gone. And this game is not coming out. All right. At this point, they should just put it out and just let it die because it's. Yeah, man. (laughs) They're just wasting money at this point, like just funneling money into this game. Like so many games have come out between like when they announced this originally and like 10 years ago or some shit. Like it's just not nobody's going to play this. Like, you know, put it out and like put it out for like 20 bucks or put it on Game Pass, put it on PlayStation Plus, like just put it in places where people might give it a shot, yeah. you know? And like just let it go. Try and make some of your money back that the millions upon millions you've been spending <laughs> in this game for for 20 years, you know. Um and and just let it go. You know, sometimes you got to let it go. Why you got to cut your losses. Why did it be the dopest game ever whenever it finally comes out? It's not. As soon as they said you couldn't board other ships, I'm like, what's the fucking point? Yeah, you got a good point. Yeah, like, you can't have a pirate battling game where you can't board the other ship. Like, it just makes zero sense. It's true. Just play Sea of Thieves. There you go. You're done. But uh, then we got um, a little bit more uh, big news from Nintendo here. Uh, I would say it's fairly big news. But apparently, Nintendo has said... It has no plans to release DLC for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and is moving on to a brand new game in the series. In an interview with Famitsu uh, IG Anuma, producer of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, ruled out additional content for the Nintendo Switch exclusive. Quote, there are no plans to release additional content this time, but that's because I feel like we've done everything we can to create fun in that world, Anuma said. Hell yeah. I agree. Like, it's not was a complete fucking game yep. dude it didn't need anything else man. no like it was just like a perfect fucking it was game. a playground yeah. like full of shit to do and like it, you know filled to the brim and also the the story's not what you're there for you know like yeah. i'm sorry but that story like maybe there's some people that are like into that but like i was just there for the fun still mm. more interesting than most zelda stories definitely I feel like you know but not enough to where i need a dlc to give no. me more story like I would. I honestly would not go back if it was just a story DLC. I would not go back to it. If like, it added like a new map area, yes, I'd probably go play that. Yeah, give me that or like with new like abilities or something to yeah. fuck around with. But no, like just story. No, um, I want a whole new game. Honestly, it doesn't even have to be all big and crazy like Zelda, like like Tears of the Kingdom. You know what I mean? Like just I, I wouldn't mind just like a more scaled back like traditional Zelda game just between fucking betweeners. Big, you yeah, know? Like, because it took seven years to make this one you know we went se- but in in between we had like the uh the remake of link uh, yeah. a link to the past or... See, that'd be cool if we did like just a whole new like but old school feeling, oh no link's awakening you know 
Yeah. No, I, I want that too. Like, uh, or just remake like uh, Ocarina of Time or something. Like, remake There's a it. lot of them you could remake. Yeah. And especially in the fashion of the last one that they did. Uh, you could do like Menish Cap like that. Oh, and yeah, that would dude. be incredible, man. Just anything. Like, any of the old ones. You could literally do uh, like any of the old ones and just do them in a different style or like make them in 3D or something. It'd be cool It'd be to be take cool. Oracle of Seasons and Ages and like combine them into like. To one game. game yeah yeah just one long master quest game yeah. and make it 3d make it look like ocarina of time you know like level yeah that'd be sick be tight um and then what else we got here um uh, there's a stray movie being made <laughs> the game's basically a movie you know but uh replaced an upcoming xbox console exclusive that has found its way to several most anticipated lists thanks to its lavish pixel art has been delayed to 2024. Uh, developer Sad Cat Studios announced the delay. I don't even remember this game, but um, Me they, they announced the delay alongside a production update, stressing that the team, quote, do understand the game's scope and that development is progressing at a steady pace. However, the high quality of its visuals, which includes more than 500 meticulously hand-painted animations made just for platforming, has put the release behind schedule. I don't even know what this is. I really like, don't remember this either. But it says, uh, after replaced, uh, replaced initial announcement in 2021 and its follow-up trailer in 2022, we had this incredible high bar of community's expectations. The team wrote in a statement posted on X, and at this point, we knew that we could, can't afford to release a subpar game. This is our first game, and we want to make every aspect of it the best it can be. So, I, I mean, at least they're being honest. Yeah. And they're like, we don't want to put out a shitty game. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It says, uh, replace one praise for its 2D or 2.5D art when it was first announced. It was part of a showcase that at the time... Uh, so like yeah I don't I don't even remember this one I'm gonna have to look it up later um, but yeah uh, so it's coming 2024 and that's it for the news um, we're gonna go into this week's hot releases which uh, this week we got some hot releases we oh. got Myth Force that uh, like um, you remember this one it's like supposed to look like Saturday morning cartoons of like the 80s but it's like a first person uh, like shooter uh, I don't remember this at all. What is what's that game that you play the the Hades? It's like that, but like first person and like it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. Okay, like that sounds He-Man. pretty cool. Yeah, it looks cool, and it's been getting decent reviews from what I've seen. Is it on uh, uh, Game Pass or anything? No, it's coming to Xbox One, Series S and X, PS4, PS5, and Switch on September twelfth. Then we got Ad Infinitum, um, or as they say in the trailer, because it's British. Ad Infi- Ad Infinitum. Uh, which is like a, it's a, um, World War One horror game. Like, uh, like, I don't know how to explain what it is, but you're basically in the trenches and there's like these fucking like creepy things in the trenches. Like, uh, from what I saw, you like see a dude, they're like, you're in first person, I think. And it, it kind of reminds me of like the, uh, the games that you play all the time, the, uh, the anthology um, oh, the dark pictures. Yeah, but it's like first person, and it's based in World War One, and like it, this guy's like you know he sees all What's the bodies. Ad infinitum. Sounds like my kind of thing. I was thinking it's probably something you'd like. It's it's coming out to PS5 and Series S and X on September 14th. Look up a video of it. It's it's pretty, but I don't know if it's going to be good. 
Um, and then we got the Crew Motor Fest coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series S and X, and PC on September 14th. And then we got Monster Hunter Now, which is like the Pokemon Go of Monster Hunter coming to mobile on September 14th. Okay. And then we got Bait and Kaidos 1 and 2 HD Remaster coming to Switch on September 14th. And that's the, uh, you know, the GameCube, like, RPGs that were made by the uh, the people who make the um, uh, Xenoblade games, or Xenoblade Chronicles on Switch now. This was, like, their first things, the Bait and Kaidos games. So, uh, yeah, if you're into that, it's coming to Switch. Probably be full price. Um, and then, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up with Chant GP Trivia, Brent. What okay, we okay. Well, we were talking so much about, uh, you know the nintendo switch that i was like yeah i'll just go ahead and ask the old chat gpt to do some nintendo switch questions so switch questions these are five nintendo switch trivia questions created by chat gpt so you know as per usual they might be a little weird uh let's see okay question number one what was the code name for the nintendo switch during its development uh it was the um Hold on. I remember this one. Oh my gosh. Ain't no way you remember this one. What's it what's the first letter? It's only two letters. Oh, the NX. Ah, you got it. Yeah. I knew I, I knew what it was. I just couldn't fuck it. Because like, I was like, is it the dolphin or is it the NX? I couldn't remember. Ah, good one. I think Dolphin was the GameCube. GameCube yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Which popular game series features a character named Link and was the launch title for the Nintendo Switch? Mario. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, you got it. Holy shit. Oh. Well, yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know. I know. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I know a lot about the Switch. <laughs> Question number three. What is the name of the hybrid console mode that allows the Nintendo Switch to be played on a TV? Sorry, again, these are all made by ChatGPT. Is that um, a real question? It's a docked real... mode. Like I'll accept it because that's that's totally right. But it says TV mode is what it. That says. is a what? This what? is what it says, man. That's like a, this is I'm the, calling Mr. GPT. This is the fun of ChatGPT trivia. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, hey, it's part right. of the charm. All right, here we go. It's a Qu- feature. <laughs> question number four. What company developed and manufactures Nintendo Switch's custom Tegra processor? AMD, right? All right, no, hold on. Hold on. The name of the company? What company developed and manufactures the the Nintendo Is this some, someone I know? Custom Tegra processor. Could be. Could be somebody you know. Intel? Oh, it's a processor. Yeah, it's a, it's got to be uh, Intel, right? Huh? Could be. I don't fucking know. Like, is you it, want the answer? I don't know why I was going for GPU. So if it's in, it's uh, it's got to be. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say Intel. It's probably not right. Nvidia. Is it? Yeah, allegedly, according to ChatGPT, you got to take what ChatGPT says with a grain of salt. But apparently, NVIDIA is responsible for the custom Tegra processor in the Nintendo Switch. Interesting. So they already have a relationship with the Switch. With NVIDIA. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Question number five. <laughs> How many Joy-Con controllers are included with a standard Nintendo Switch console? What? Two. Yes. What, what kind of question? <laughs> 
It's like one question is like about like the fucking internal mechanics of the fucking <laughs> switch itself, and the other one's like, how many controllers do you get? How many circuits are ran on it? <laughs> what is a link? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was a good episode. <laughs> um, but remember, you've been listening to GameSpeak Podcast, courtesy of GameSpeakPodcast.com. The show posts for free every Wednesday on all podcast platforms, but you can watch it live before anyone else on Twitch.tv slash GameSpeakPodcast every Monday evening at 7.50 p.m. CST. Be sure to join us and the rest of the community at GameSpeak Podcast. Or, I'm sorry, at dsc.gg slash gamesweekpodcast. Check out our other video content on YouTube. And if you want to stay up to date with your boys, you can find me on Twitter at the handle I'll drop for Jamel. Brent at Brent has one. That's the number one. And Devin at Devondreas. And check out the Gamesweek Podcast Instagram. Until next time, listeners. Later.